restore it. Mute this. Hey yo, what's up everybody? It's your boy Ace. I'm here tonight with my boy C Dub. How are you doing tonight, Chris? Doing good, feeling great. Hey man, it's always good to hear from you, man. Yeah, yeah. This is the Kicking It Podcast, and we come to you tonight. Just a general episode. Don't have an agenda tonight. We just want to talk about a few different things. Um just kind of reacclimate, put something else out there. We haven't put anything out for a week, so we definitely want to get an episode in. Um, and just continue doing this thing. It's been fun so far. So definitely want to touch on a few things. You know, we always start off talking about this upcoming releases this week. Chris, as you know, a lot of retailers are getting those hyper roll ones in. They were mm-hmm. delayed, so Nike released them. <laughs> um, Nike released them on their website back in April. But now the actual release is happening for a lot of local stores um nearby um, not necessarily just us here but just everywhere throughout the country how do you feel about those ones man i like them i like them um but even more than that erica likes them and if she like a jordan because she really don't even be on you know so if she like them you know it's, it's something to be said about them um so i'm, I'm gonna try to get them for her and for everybody who don't know who Erica is, Erica is Chris's wife. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just out. talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, there is a lot of hype around it. I know that this shoe is highly sought after. I just got the news from Finish Line today at noon that my entry was not selected. So, I haven't yeah. checked mine. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little pissed. Well, if you haven't checked it, then you didn't win because you well, know. Well, I didn't check it. I mean, I didn't enter finish lines raffle for her because the grade school wasn't on there. I've got to make some phone calls for that. Uh, But, you know, I just entered basically for shits and grins because I really wasn't going for me. Yeah, I got you. Well, I basically struck out and I feel a certain way about it, but at the end of the day, (laughs) it is what it is. Like, the the way the shoe game shit has been going, man, it's been... Irritating to say the least. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, there has been release dates have just been changed on, on the fucking fly, and it's hard to keep up with what's what's coming out. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, and then the stores are getting the shoes late, so they don't do a uniform release. One store might release them just like, oh, we're gonna do first come first serve. And then another store of the same company is doing a raffle, so. You know, at this point, I'm just kind of like, fuck this shit. If I if I if I happen <laughs> to get one, then I get it. But other than that, man, it's you know, I'm I'm not gonna stress it or or worry about it. Yeah, you can't. Well, finish line won't do any first come first serve. I tell you that. Um, they're always going to be either uh, online or raffle in store ticket. They they don't want any blowback from that few weeks ago about a month ago when that fight hit social hit uh social media everywhere and you know they're not they're not gonna do that uh first come first serve i still have not seen that fight i don't know oh man people have brought that up to me i still haven't um seen that if you have like a video or a link or something send it to me because i have not seen that that's crazy yeah at the end of the day it's not that deep i'm I'm not Mm -hmm. i've never been in a position of where is that I've ever felt like I gotta fight for a shoe. Mm-mm. I've liked some shoes a whole lot, but I ain't never tried to come. I've never been moved to come to blows for any shoe. Yeah, unless, unless you're trying to rob me. That, oh, no, that's something. That, that's completely <laughs> different. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's completely different. But yeah, to fight somebody over a pair of shoes, like no, I'm not. No, sir. Nah, you can have them, champ. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's on you. So. Oh, that and then also this week coming up, we have the undefeated Nike Zoom Kobe 5 is coming out, the Hall of Fame edition. So this is an all gold Kobe 5. It has the red and purple um, Nike Sushas, prototypical um, Kobe 5 
one of the I think the left shoe has the undefeated sign, and then the right shoe has the Kobe um, Nike insignia on it. So it is a very nice shoe, Chris. I'm pretty sure. Not sure if within one of our group chats if I've posted it. I actually have to post it to my Instagram, but it is a very nice looking shoe. I've seen it. I like it. I just I own out of the number of shoes that I have, I have one Kobe shoe. I don't even know the number it is, to be honest with you. It's got the snake kind of textile on top. I like it. It's super comfortable. I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. I'm just not, you know, I'm not going to be jumping on that Kobe bandwagon right now, seeing as how, you know, I have one Kobe shoe. You know. Eh, um, I I have some higher end Kobe releases. Like I have one of the undefeated um, fours that are released. I also have the Bruce Lee Kobe's and then I have a couple, um, you know, just from his line that are sprinkled here and there, you know, a couple of base models, um, like the Kobe 10 was my favorite. And then a couple of Kobe nines. Um, honestly, I didn't become a Kobe fan until I started working for Nike. And then mm. when I started working for Nike, the Kobe AD was coming out. So his line had essentially kind of took a took a back seat to all the other lines. Like Nike wasn't pushing the Kobe line as much. Um, and but I will say this: the AD, the first AD, I really liked. I felt like they didn't come out with a lot, with a lot of colorways. But then they started doing other things with it that kind of didn't um i didn't really like and then they it it was like it was hit or miss with that kobe ad because they kept coming out with reiterations of it and then i think it was like that one reiteration that um i think it was um demar derozan was wearing it was i think it was called the kobe ad 360 next which had the boost in it it was a real low top shoe that Mm. one to me was dope and there's a couple more in between that I like. But, yeah, I think that this is going to be a highly sought-off release. Any um, partnership with another brand is always a highly sought-off release. And on top of that, with the announcement mm. that Kobe and um, Nike, well, the Kobe, um, you know, his family has ended their relationship with Nike. So mm-hmm. the only thing that's left is just these releases that were already scheduled before their um, contract ended. So I, th- I think that a lot of more people are going to be seeking these shoes, knowing that there won't be any more Kobe Nikes being released. Yeah. So that that's deep because you have to think like Kobe's for the past since his death, they were already and even even before when they were re-releasing some of the you know famous models. Mm-hmm. Um, they were always selling out, but now, you know, you're going to have people that are seeking them as um, collector's items, people, shit. I, I don't think I would ever wear any of my Kobe's. Wow. I mean, you, you have to think, like, man, I, I look at it like this. If I ever, and I've had the situation where you get in a tough spot and you got a shoe that you can get eight or $900 off of, Mm-hmm. to pay a bill <laughs> like, that is an investment that's a good return on your investment definitely definitely so because that's like you say the price is not going to do anything but go up that's all it's going to do so we'll see I'm, I'm praying anybody who's listening to this please pray for me pray that I <laughs> I will be a happy camper if I hit on this shoe Oh Look, man, man! I need this, but I, I, I've had success with undefeated um, as of recent. Um, I, I think that the only thing with undefeated, it takes them so long to ship your shoe. Like longer than like Goat StockX. Oh man, I ordered the what was it? The undefeated ninety seven that came out back in December. Do you mm-hmm. remember those? They had like mm-hmm. a military um, green, anything yep. military green or olive green. I'm going. I'm copping. So that I, I actually looked out 
login got it uh, purchased it was on December 29th let me actually look up um, because you know that there's an app called shop that essentially has like you can get all your whatever you buy it automatically tells you your delivery dates it, it takes information from everywhere and anytime you buy something it automatically you know tracks it for you mm. so ordered these on December 29th and they were not delivered until let me see it doesn't hmm. doesn't have the delivery date but I know it was it was around Valentine's Day. <laughs> it was around Valentine's Day. It was Jesus. definitely around Valentine's Day. And I was like, the, the fuck? Like, Jesus. I, and I emailed them so many times. Well, like, no, I'm not even going to say that because I'm not one of those customers. I emailed them once, I think in the middle of January. Like, yo, like I haven't even got like a... Confirmation? Yeah, yeah. man. <clears throat> Like, I got the receipt, like, saying your order was placed, but one other thing I was scared of, because, you know, Undefeated is really strict about, um, like, making sure that, you know, that they're on bots or anything and make sure that they're sending shoes to a real person. My name was spelled wrong. Mm. Like, it was spelled, I had, like, a one letter off, and it took them a minute. They shipped, but I was, I was like, shit, I still haven't even, um... I don't even know where the fuck those shoes are. <laughs> like it's somewhere like in a like in one of these fucking piles, man, either in shoe room A or shoe room B. So Hey. About go took a long time. Got it. At, at at this point, man, I think that I wanna get like a a storage unit and just put my shit in. But then again, I've always I've heard bad things about people who do the storage room thing, like in a storage center. Just because, like, if some shit happened to where is that? Mm-hmm. I was reading a story where a guy had a storage unit of his shoes that he was putting shoes in. And for some reason, like, okay, his card expired. And, like, they kept billing him. He wasn't paying. He wasn't getting the email notifications or even paying attention to him. Two months passed. He finally noticed, he said, like, three days after... They had something like a final notice saying his shit mm. for the auction. It, it's a wrap. <clears throat> I would have. Oh, I'd have had to burn that motherfucker down. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at the same time, like shit, it was like his fault. Happened. Yes, shit like that. Yeah. And I just, I just can't take the chance, man. Of I get it. Yeah, like you could pay shit off for like people like well just pay it off for like two years in advance okay well you in them two years you think i'm gonna remember or think like damn like oh shit like let me just pay two more years or man i just get nervous about things like that i know you know jock slade who has yeah. the youtube yeah. and on one of his channels i mean on one of his um episodes he went to his storage unit and that mug was just i mean it was pretty well organized but it was just so many shoes and that would just give me anxiety to know that my shoes are locked over there somewhere uh-huh. where you know i don't know that i don't have immediate access to it i mean just right. his storage unit was just crazy and it was like it wasn't a storage unit inside a building it was a storage unit that you could just like drive up to oh, i'm like oh no. no oh my god that just no. made gave me anxiety hell just no. look at it i'm like jesus christ jock slade Come on, man. Dad and then shit, you get the random nigga who see that or like realize, right. like, oh shit, like and then Jock Slade. Yeah, and then like that's where he be filming it. Or like I seen him like what what he got in there. Like and then you oh, get somebody man. who uh-uh. Oh man. Oh nah. man. It's crazy. I'm gonna have to get something. What I ultimately want is when I buy a home, is, is that I can't remember there was like a Netflix documentary to where is that a guy had a vault. And it was like fireproof and everything. So like it was house caught fire, the vault would be straight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like I want that. Oh now man. he didn't say how much it cost. He said he, he gave an estimate. He was like it was like he was like if I had to range, he was like it was between like, you know, like it, it wasn't ten thousand, but you know, it was close. 
but, nah. but he was like, but I have way more than $10,000 worth of shoes. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. So I, I mean, ain't there. <laughs> I ain't there. Like that, I was like, that shit was so dope. How he, it was like, he had like a fucking, it, it, it was almost like a bunk of the world. I was like, shit, if the world in, you could go in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> like shit. It, it was. I haven't uh, seen that. Wishful thinking. I'm actually going to have to send you the link, man. That shit was, it was dope. That yeah. I'm I'm close, but I'd like to just see that. But yeah, I ain't I ain't that close. Man, <clears throat> you know me. I uh, and that's after I lost every fucking thing. You know, right. I, I had an issue where I had lost everything. I had bought. Mm-hmm. I brought and went these past two years. Bro, it's almost been like a, a shoe a day. Jesus. Man, it's been, it's, it's been a fucking spree. Man, I've been stalking those retro threes we talked about a while back on the episode about those retro threes. Those yeah, well, I'm on the, yeah. Oh man, like the the I price went, the price now is four fifty five. Bro, you wouldn't like you you wouldn't even be able to explain it to your wife. Four fifty five. I can spend four fifty five. Oh, I'm thinking when because they were like. Fourteen hundred dollars. No, yeah, they so, were like back on April twenty first. I went back and looked. April twenty first, they were thirteen hundred dollars. When you said, it, I guess I took it as you were saying forty five hundred. That's my mistake. Oh, because I, was, I was like, the fuck? oh, no way in the world I would do that. They are, oh. they are four hundred fifty five dollars. Oh yeah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a pull. Like I pulled it, I pulled a trigger on that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think I've had to do it. <laughs> I put a I was, on that in a heartbeat without question. I, I was looking at it when I was putting Pete to sleep. I was like, 455. Oh, I could cop that. Shit. I mean, you know, our little secret that I found is shit. You get your afterpay account, <laughs> make it even better. Split that up into four payments. Man. Oh, man. Shit, yeah. I'd be on that in a heartbeat. I'm getting them joints. I ain't even going to front. Yeah, man. Uh, I would definitely jump on those because the thing is, I, I feel like everything when it first comes out now, I think that we are. I think we peaked, and when I say peak, I think we peaked in terms of sneaker hype. Mm. Because look, it's still shit coming out, and it's still people is selling out. But like that peak level crazy that we experienced last year, I think is is reached its peak. Like. I don't know if it's reached its peak. I know that, you know, as far as I know, we've talked about this before, like these resellers are just going crazy, man. Like coming in the store, stalking retro mids is just I haven't seen that before. So that's why I don't think it's peaked when we got kids coming in, stalking mids, a general release Jordan one mid. But they not even doing general releases for retro women. I've heard that they're gonna start they they really start back enforcing the release dates for Jordan Mids. When I get them, I put them on the wall. Every I mean, color. I mean every one. I, I think that they're gonna really start enforcing, reinforcing those release dates from what I've heard. And I've also seen it with Nike. Nike has been very strategic in terms of how they announce them you know they used to didn't have it to where it's that on okay on the the actual nike app itself they would they wouldn't have like a coming soon for mm-hmm. a, a mid jordan one mm-hmm. just be like oh we put it out there it's out yeah now like they have like a coming soon for these mids and it's it's crazy man i just I, like i said i've gotten a few not gonna sit here and stun. I think I bought <laughs> I bought two mids, but they look like the um, what was it? The bread mm-hmm. mid one. It looks just like it. And what was that? The black and blue one. That looks like the you know the mm-hmm. high top black and blue one. I was like that. That's dope. The only difference is that it has the blue along the tongue. Mm-hmm. I thought about. It, I was like, shit, I could paint that black. I get one of these sneaker customized, paint that black, and it'd be 
Perfect. I mean, it's still perfect. I mean, I, I wouldn't even necessarily have to do that. It's just, it's a, right. they look good. And then on top of that, I think I have about maybe two or three, no, three low top Jordan 1s. But I've always kind of had like a thing, no matter what, throughout the years, I've always had a thing for low top Jordan 1s. They, to me, in the summertime with like a, maybe like a mid top crew cut sock, they look Good. Don't own one. I've never even tried one on. <clears throat> I, li- I like the look of them, so I, I can do it. Oh, I, ain't no hate, no pushback. I just, I've never had one, you know, I've never owned any. It's, it's a very um nice shoe. They actually had one that Finish Line got. Um, the store manager at the time was telling me about it. They had one that was like an Easter colorway. It was really slick. The pastel cool. looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, if you get there a day after the they get it, it's gone. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's like unless you got somebody putting one to the side for you, you you pretty much screwed on that front. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I don't. Oof. The but again, circling back to what I was saying with why I think that it's peaked. It's kind of a number of different things to why I think it's peak. One, I think that in terms of pandemic, the pandemic is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Not fast enough, but it, it's slowly but surely coming to an end. And also, this free money is running out. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, if you think about it, coincides with the economic you know, stimulus packages that have been sent out and people are you know, just get, have extra money, I mean, to, to spend, like, and they not, I don't have to work nowhere, they can go to shoe stores, you know, and mm-hmm. also, if you've been in the game since it started, and you've got bought enough to, you know, kind of start getting circulations and resale, you got excess money, and I feel like that with, also with stores cracking down <laughs> on, you know, resellers, and Nike fucking up, you know, you don't know what's coming out, you don't know when mm-hmm. it's coming out, who's got what. I think that that has slowed it. To an That's extent. fair. That's so, fair. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope, I guess that I'm saying I hope it's calmed down. Yeah. You know, because it, it makes it, it's already hard to compete with other sneakerheads, but then, you know, now you had the regular resellers, but now you also got, um, new people who aren't even in the shoes who are reselling just because they see the the profit margins or they see mm. the opportunity to have extra money you know in their pockets and, and they're not even in, into shoes they just see an opportunity to make money so you, you got new resellers and it's shit is, shit is crazy and I, I hope that it calms down but I do too you know, but it, it just remains to be seen once everything gets on track with release dates and it falls back in line and everything. When things come out when they're supposed to come out, not only from Nike, from Adidas, too. They've had a couple of pushback, Nike more so. But, um, I mean, it just remains to be seen. I hope it, you know, has peaked and we're on the other side of this this madness. But, you know, we'll see. That, and I hope that Michael Jordan never releases another documentary. Like We, we know everything now. <laughs> Shit. You de- that's definitely because like i said pre-pandemic pre um the last dance out at my store we would we would get on a regular basis we would get retro jordans that have gone on sale you know and then it'll be a new life like people would be like oh man these are on these on sale for you know whatever no, yeah, let me get these that. and we would get you know a, a, you know enough pairs and enough sizes and everything that was pre-pandemic post-pandemic Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't joints don't go on sale. Retro joints don't go on sale. It just well, don't happen. When when I first got into managing a sneaker store, I remember, um, you know, when you hired me, it was we would we would get a release and it would sit sometime. There were there were, there were a couple you know that you knew were gonna sell out. Like mm-hmm. if an all blue Jordan comes out, like in St. Louis, mm-hmm. you know. All blue Jordan is going to sell out in places like St. Louis instantly. 
So, but we they didn't sell out that morning. So they would sell out throughout the day. But also, you've seen um, what was that? More stores because for a time stores like Finish Line they didn't do raffles for releases. They may have right. did like an in-store raffle for like a Christmas joy, which mm-hmm. is always a highly sought after, you know, the Christmas 11. It's always mm-hmm. the most highly sought after Jordan. So, they, of course, they do an in-store raffle for that. But now, every every fucking retro that comes out is on the app. Oh, yeah. There's no first come, first serve. Everything was first come, first serve when I, you know, like when I hired you and before, it was first come, first serve. And then it was Holiday Jordan's got a, a raffle, and Yeezy's got a raffle. That was it. Everything else, mm-hmm. put it on the wall on the release date, and that's what it was. But that was how many years ago? Five years ago now. Yeah, that was that's five years ago. It's so. crazy how the cycle can change because if you look at it, if we go back to five years ago today, and then if we say five years ago, um, we back in what was that like 2016 if we go back to 2016 and then say five years from now it's like it's different like it's it's the hype was back around because remember that's when like the galaxy pack had came out mm-hmm. it's cycles to it yeah and i think that eventually you know toward the middle of this decade we may see you know uh, another valley it's peaks and valleys to it you know we may yeah see for sure downward spiral to it but all it takes is just that one release to build that hype mm-hmm. and the shit just or <clears throat> something that contributes to the culture like the last dance did because right i mean jordans were starting the back to sell out but it was two factors it was the they actually were coming out with good releases like shit that had people have been wanting re-release and then you have the pandemic. People are at home more. People are getting that extra money. And then also, the, shit, the last dance came, what was that, like that April? And it just fucking exploded. Yeah. So, That's definitely had an uh, impact on the on the sneaker, on a sneaker business. It's not going to be, um, it's definitely not going to be LeBron Space Jam. <laughs> that ain't going to hit. Uh, you know LeBron, my guy. I'm, I'm hoping that it. I don't think that it's gonna have as big a cultural impact as the first one did. And then also too, you have to consider people aren't in movie theaters as much anymore. Well, because yeah. of the pandemic, so the majority of people are gonna be watching that from home. I know most of the releases that come out, I've watched at home. So, oh, for um, sure. Yeah, you. HBO Max, baby. Also, have to consider that. So um, we'll see, man. I, I think that, and of course, LeBron, whatever shoe that he wears in Space Jam, is going to become iconic to an extent. And LeBron's shoes, if they have a a meaning behind them, they always sell out. Mm-hmm. Just like that shit. They have he, to. Yeah, the one mm-hmm. from um, he wore it All Star. That was All Star 2019 in Chicago. He wore it during the um, second half. It was like that. Because you had the first one. It was like a purple LeBron. Um, let me look it up. It was the purple one. And then, let me see. So that way I can show you. Um, I think that was the LeBron. Yeah, it was the LeBron 17. Don't own any LeBrons. Yeah, so the first one was this purple one. Yeah. Yeah, the LeBron mm-hmm. 17, it was the um, Monstars, the All-Star. Mm-hmm. And he wore that during the first half. But then he wore, um, I cannot pronounce the name, oh, the Mr. Swackhammer, which was, he wore that in the second half, which was a surprise oh. release. And mm-hmm. that shoe is going for, in my size, Right now on StockX is going for twelve hundred dollars. Jesus, I could do a ten and a half, but that is seven fifty. <laughs> so I'm not gonna crimp my foot in for 
seven to me seven fifty. If I'm gonna pay seven fifty, I'm gonna go get a Travis Scott. I'm gonna go get one of the Travis Scotts. Yeah, if I'm so, that close, yeah. yeah, it's just like if I'm gonna pay this, I might as well get either those Travis Scotts or I'm going to get the the Yeezy, the one that I missed back in January, the seven hundred. Was it the Sun? One mm-hmm. yellow one. I'm mean, just mm-hmm. pay for that. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like I, I'm not saying that I would ever pay 700 for LeBron, but it, it's just other shit out that's out now that I feel like if I pay 700 for, I would get, I would feel better about it. You know? Yeah, I mean that's probably yeah. only gonna go up, but eh, I'll take the chance that it might go down, or I might be on like a site like eBay, and I'm not gonna tell. Everyone, my I've discussed my my secret site with you, where I find a lot of you know mm-hmm. come ups, mm-hmm. <laughs> little hidden gems. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe you know I, I run into someone who doesn't know what they have, and <laughs> <laughs> you know I can I can finesse me a pair down the line. That yeah, way. but yeah, I'm not seven fifty for LeBron. I'm not not at this point in my life or his career. No. Right. <laughs> No, sir. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Right. So, yeah, man, it's hopefully we're on the downside. But again, again, you know, it I don't know, man. It, it you, You've been in the sneakers longer than I have. So, I mean, you you're older than me. So you, you probably been in the sneakers all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense there, but I mean, hey, with age comes wisdom. So um, with that, I, I would say. It's almost like it's a sport. Mm-hmm. It's a sport, and it's kind of it's, it's competitive, you know. Getting a shoe or the the thrill of actually hitting on a shoe. Oh, for sure. You know, on sneakers, getting that got 'em sign. Getting that got 'em sign. Uh, uh, watching the prices, stalking shoes. I've stalked many of shoes. I've held on to shoes long enough and then be like, all right, I'm going to park with it. It's just, you know, it's, it's, you're all over the place with the shoes. You know, it, it's, it's a thrill. It's a, it's exciting. It's exhilarating. All of that is uh, sometimes demoralizing when you don't get it. You, you get mad. I mean, you, your emotions all over the place, man. Yeah. I, look, I tell people all the time, it's, you, you have to get into it and kind of like learn no matter how many shoes I got, there's always a story behind each one, whether it's a personal story or the shoe has a story up to why it was made. It's mm-hmm. just always something for me. Like it's some connection to a memory or a past or the past or just, um, a connection to an athlete or, a collaboration with, you know, one of my favorite artists or something. Mm-hmm. It, or it's just the fact that it's hype around the shoe and I was able to get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I got a little bit of Heist Beast in me. I mean, a little bit, but, you know, some of them. Like yeah. that that Yeezy we was talking about uh, that's got your um, high school colors. What's the, that blue yeah, one? Yeah, the Yeezy, the 700. The, um, I was like, the man, forget that shoe. <laughs> And, and I kept looking at it. it, kept looking at it, kept looking at it. I was like, my, I'm going to eat to this raffle, man, because if I get these, I'm rocking these. They get, they get me sometimes. Yeah, the bright blue, that was – and they're still not going for much on um, on GOAT or StockX. That ain't nothing crazy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just kind of like – I struck out all day. I think Adidas really – Adidas is kind of getting a – getting in the um, – Sneakers territory with the they are <laughs> you wait all day and it's staying that we're still processing. Once it gets to like that ninety five percent, just tell me I didn't get them. Yeah, because <laughs> you know it ain't gonna be like up. Oh, we're gonna pick you like you know a last minute pickup. Like no, just tell right. me I didn't get it. You know, hey, that's what I'm saying. Just put me out of my misery, yo. Right, twenty minutes into it, just let me know. Like because you know it's on sneakers. If you don't get that message within five minutes, you just know it's a wrap. I didn't. I didn't get it. <laughs> like the shit's gone. Yeah. Whatever. Man. Enough with sneakers, man. Let's go ahead and talk about the NBA because it's almost that time of year. Where yeah. It's that. 
if you're married or in a relationship, <laughs> you got to girl, look, leave me alone. <laughs> like, right. Talk to me after June 15th. Right. Like, just it, I, look, ignore my mood swings. Hey. Hey. Man. Listen. <laughs> I'll be upset, like, for real. <laughs> and, Especially and, my team. And then, like, to get, it's like the further you get, like, you get to the conference finals and then lose. It's like, shit, I gotta, I gotta be all summer. Mm-hmm. With this pain. I would rather just knock me out early so I can watch the rest of the series stress-free. Mm-hmm. I can watch the finals stress-free. I ain't got to worry about it. I ain't on no pins and needles. Just just like with my squad right now. You know, it's uh, stressful. You, you know, I know you don't watch baseball as much, but honestly, being a Cardinals fan in, like, the early part of, like, the past decade in the 2010s, that was probably those, what was that, 2010 to about 2015 was, we won one championship, but we were in the playoffs every year. Well, mm-hmm. every year except 2010. So 2011 through 2015, if you're looking at time span, we made the playoffs every year. Um, most of those years, we made it to the NLCS, which is, you know, the round before the World Series. And in two of those years, we made it to the World Series. The Cardinals had, like, this thing for dramatic shit. Mm-hmm. To whereas that they could be getting their ass beat. You go to sleep. They down, like, seven runs. <laughs> you go to sleep. You waking up, they didn't advance. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it was, it was the eighth inning. They were down seven runs, and they came back. In, hey. in professional baseball, that's not possible. Hey. That's, like, that level. So, me not having, I don't have a true basketball team. And I know people may, you know, you can say whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. Le- LeBron's right. my favorite player. So, yes, whatever squad he's on, I'm going to root for. Like, don't, I don't want to hear that shit because back in the day, Jordan was everybody's favorite player. If Jordan went to the fucking Milwaukee Bucks, everybody would have been a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Like, I don't want to hear that. I would have been a Chicago Bulls fan. Still know you would have. Because all the people who said they were always Golden State fans, I don't hear them, you know, I don't, I don't hear anything about the town, anything no more. Nobody's a Golden State fan. So, well, they ain't got nothing, a whole lot to root for right now, except for him being a scoring title. Look, it don't, I mean, ma- it don't fucking matter. The thing is, is that like you're supposed to ride with your squad. You are a true Celtics fan. You, you better know that. Squad, no matter what. <laughs> so, every the majority of basketball fans today, I would say a good thirty percent of them, are going to be a fan of whatever team they think LeBron that that can beat LeBron. So, mm-hmm. so you have a lot of Golden State fans that are not Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets fans. You right. see it because I take mental notes of people, and now I see them doing that shit and just it, – it's, uh, it's tiring. But in terms of stress, I don't have that same stress level with the NBA because, yes, I want LeBron to win. But I'm a different type of LeBron fan because I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. I know that – it's like the only time I've really been stressed out towards that I'm like, this dude should have won. Well, two times he should have fucking won it. Will always be that 2010 finals against Dallas. He should have had a ring. Mm-hmm. No excuse for that. He choked. And honestly, the two was that 2015, the year before they won it. I felt like if he had either, well, if he had Kyrie, he he would have had a ring. That first time that they played Golden State, it was it was LeBron versus Golden State mm-hmm. that year. So he he won two games. He he was up two one. So had he had Kyrie or hell Kevin Love, he would have he would have won a ring that year. They they could have mustered one other game, it like scrapped together a win, and you tell and then you telling me that like the next three games LeBron can't win you one, he'd have won a ring. So, 
but outside of that, like basketball doesn't get me stressed because St. Louis doesn't have a team, so I'm not as invested as in, yeah. you know, like when I watch the Cardinals or, you know, I'm still a Rams fan, um, even though they're in L.A. Like I get stressed. I have to turn the game off sometime because my anxiety gets that high. <laughs> I get it. That's how I am with the Celtics. Like I will not watch the game. I'll just watch the score yeah. because my it just – Oh, it infuriates me some of the things that goes on during the game, like, you know, turnovers, careless plays, dumb shots, not running the play, ISO so much. It just drives me bananas, and I will turn it off and just look at my phone every night and then watch the score. I just can't take it. I can't and, take it. And, you know, being being a former athlete, I can attest to the pressure of – playing at a high level and like that kind of it's almost like it's it's out of body you know my high school t- baseball team wasn't the best baseball team by any standard we were damn near the bad news bears but <laughs> i was good enough to play on summer teams and when you would play on those summer teams with like the the suburban white kids who play all year round Mm-hmm. And you get in these situations to where it's that like you're winning and you're like advancing to like you know championship games and shit, like dude, when your number get called, like it, it's it's easy to tell to watch somebody and say like damn you should have did this, bro. I tell you firsthand, you don't be knowing what the fuck going on outside, <laughs> like what you doing, like your mind is like all static when you trying to quiet everything, you don't hear people in the stands. It, it, it's just you trying to focus, but at the same time, like you get so focused on something, you don't even realize other shit. Like, like right. it, it's just you, your natural ability takes over and like what you, you're used to doing, like what you practice, like you do. So if you, so if, if practice, if you think like, okay, like, damn, this is the situation. I always fuck up. When you, <laughs> when you got it mentally in your head, that you fuck, it's going to happen. It's human nature for you to think, damn, this is a situation we practice, but I always fuck it up. You can fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you you psych yourself out. So, it's it's fucked up. Like, if I think, okay, there are some players, and I play with them, who be like, hit the ball to me, or pass the ball to me, I'm going to shoot. Like, just got that killer instinct. But I've also played with people who be like, please don't pass me. Fuck right. the ball. I'm going to fuck from open, but please don't hit me the ball. I don't care what sport it is, whether you're playing baseball, basketball, football, if you are afraid of the moment, it's always going to fucking find you. So, that's and, for and, real. And, and that's what we see in the NBA playoffs, man. You go, you think of all the J.R. Smith moments. Mm. <laughs> like, but to me, that's the coach's fault. Hey, I mean, certain things are going to happen. I mean, but like you said, if it's if you're in the moment and you're known to be a fuck up, you, you, it's you going gotta, like to me, you got to know, like, okay, if you tie lose, you got to look back at the 2017 finals. Now, now the, the, the Cavs didn't have a chance. They, they didn't have a chance, but they could have stole a game. Absolutely. I watched that game. And, and just like you said, like you, you don't watch it. You, you watching the score. And I'm mm-hmm. watching the score. I'm like, man, they, they could win this game. Yeah. Like, shit. And then I finally, like, I'm like, okay, they were up. And when George Hill went to the line, mm-hmm. like, they're going to win this game. So I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Soon as he missed, <laughs> JR grabs it. Runs the ball. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> like, confused. Like, when I see LeBron, like, what are you doing? Like, bro. And after that, I said, they lost the game. Like, because mentally, you already checked out. Like, fuck, we, we didn't had them. Yeah. I didn't got my hopes up. And it's almost kind of like, you know, when you with that girl who you think, damn, I really shouldn't be with her. And she yeah. might, you know, give you some, and then you say something dumb. <laughs> like, like, we were at the finish line. Yeah. And all I had to do was shut the fuck up. <laughs> Our show was about to get it's a wrap, but 
Yeah, it, it's just the NBA always has those moments every every fucking playoffs. Um, or the yeah, heartbreak. Or, you know, the heartbreak where, what was that, 2019 playoffs, Kyrie, Kyrie, not Kyrie, but Kawhi just killed everybody. He, he, he killed the hopes of the 76ers. Oh, my um, God. With that one shot. <clears throat> and then he just, you know, he, he just just dismantled the fucking Warriors, even mm-hmm. though they weren't at their, you know, full power. Yeah. You know, still he, get a he, ring. He still got a ring. You know, you can't. Everybody takes away, you know, LeBron ring, even though, you know, he had two of his other stars hurt. So ain't no crying in this. Nope. It is what it is. So, yeah. But it's still going to be interesting to see. I'm just, you know, disappointed that the C's, the Celtics, not at 100% because Jalen Brown done for the season. He's having wrist surgery. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I just think we just go ahead. From what I see, just go ahead and punt on the season. See what this bench is made of. See who's going to get traded at the end of the season. <laughs> who's worth getting traded? Who's going to be kept? Because – they can't put on the season. What are, what are their standings like? Because I, I mean, they're like seven. So they so they're in the basically the playoff play in. They're in the play in. Yeah, the yeah. playoff, the play in playoff. Which yeah, it's... I mean, they could go to the playoffs. I mean, we we can go to the first round, but I mean, what's going to happen? Yeah, who who we going to play? It's going to be like we're going to end up playing Brooklyn uh, or Milwaukee. And I would rather play Brooklyn. I mean, I would rather play Milwaukee out of any of the top three. Yeah. Damn, I, I didn't realize that the 76ers were still the number one seed in the West. The 76ers is a different beast what you this season. Doc? Absolutely. A lot of people don't want to get Doc his credit. I know he had some trials and tribulations. He didn't – he underperformed with the Clippers. That's That's – Okay, but Doc is he that dude, and he has taken the 76ers, which is a very good team, and made them a team that's I want to say great because it still remains to be seen. But they believe that they are, you know, what they are, they believe they're the best team in the East. So, let me ask you this so, all right. Let's let's shift to the West because the East, I mean, we pretty much know the East is going to be it's a three team race. I mean, you basically got the 76ers, the Nets, and the Bucks and and one of those teams will get canceled out in the semifinals because mm-hmm. they're going to face each other. You know. Mm-hmm. So we we but you know what? I'm not even going to say it cuz the Heat I I don't put them past the Heat. I mean, they play tough. And and we saw it last year. They play tough. Like they they get in your head. So yeah, and they play defense. They play defense, and they play tough. So <laughs> they're gonna be a hard out. So okay, so I, I would say the only, the only surprise, which it wouldn't be a surprise, just because they did it last year, would be the Heat. But other than that, man, it's it's like the East. Pretty much, you could pretty much throw any of those top three teams in in the in the fucking hat, and wouldn't be surprised if any one of them came out. Maybe a little bit surprised if the Bucks come out. I was about to say, I'd be surprised if Milwaukee came out and went to the finals. Yeah, so, I mean, but then again, maybe Giannis has a coming out party. No. You don't think so? Mm Mm-mm. Like you said, he is what he is. He's a really, really good player. But if he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks, they, like you said, when when the moment comes, you get in your head, that moment going to come. And they have a track record over the past three years to be one of the ones that are selected to take it to the next level. And they have underperformed when they come to the playoffs. That's real. That's real. You know? I, and I can't, you know, disagree with that. That is factual. Yeah. But switching over to the West, when you look at the West, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of that bottom eight seed, I mean, bro, like the Lakers are seven. Yeah. <laughs> so so people laugh and you know which which is like fuck the Lakers shouldn't be seven. Now the Lakers shouldn't be in this playoff term, tournament either, which is which 
Okay, it is what it is. So yeah, let, it is what it is. Let's say, for instance, worst case scenario. Let's say the Lakers make it in the playoff. Um, because I don't see in a series, I don't see the Grizzlies or the Spurs fucking beating L.A. and making the playoffs. Okay. Mm-mm. So let's just say worst case scenario, L.A. somehow is the AC, right? L.A. is the AC. Does Utah want to see L.A. in the first round as the AC? Probably no. Nobody wants to see L.A. in the in the uh, first round. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's so. You have L.A. as an AC. So let me map this out. So L.A. would play. Um, let's just say L.A. as the AC. So it would be. Utah, and Utah is another team that chokes. Mm-hmm. So you have, then you would have, at the two, currently you have the Suns, and then you would have, let's just say for fuck's sake, the Warriors get the seventh seed. Okay. So then you go down, and then you Well, have, the Lakers and Golden State would have to play each other for the play-in to see right. who would go. On which I'm just playing devil's advocate. And then you have the Clippers as the three seed who would play the um who would play the six seed, the Blazers. And then the four and five would be um Denver Dallas. No, it would be the Clippers and Blazers would be yeah, so yeah, and then it would be Dallas and Denver. Okay. Alright. So if the Lakers or that AC, you have the Lakers beating Utah, and then you have the Lakers would face Denver or Dallas in that um, second round. Denver. And you know Denver's not beating LA. LA just has Denver's number for some reason. But then you go down to that, you know the Suns will beat the shit out of the Warriors. Chris Paul would love that. Yeah, but it's that Clippers and the Clippers. Dame is not going to beat the Clippers. No, so not going to do it. The Suns and the Clippers, bro. So then, like the four teams that you picked to be in the second round, be the Lakers versus Denver, and then the Clippers versus the Suns. You can make a case for any of them. (laughs) I'm not. Okay, so I, I I would pick the Lakers beating beating Denver. I would expect a closer series. I expect to go six games, Lakers Lakers in six. That Clippers Sun matchup ain't because the Clippers are a lot better than what they they played in their record. They're better than last year. Mm-hmm. But mentally, where are they? Where's Paul George at mentally? He's not in a bubble, so he should be all right. <laughs> I mean, but then you would think. I mean, bubble, it should be. Yeah, the bubble should kind of shield you from all the outside expectations. No, them cats was depressed. I mean, there was a couple of podcasts that I listened to, and they were talking about the bubble, like people in the bubble, and they were talking about the Clippers in particular, and saying that they, I mean, they lost. I mean, it, it, you can't make no excuses. You know, ain't no crying in basketball. But they were like the Clippers. A lot of the teammates really didn't want to be there. They were like, like on the you know verge. They were like really depressed mm-hmm. being there. And Paul George was one of them. So I mean, everybody were playing the same. Everybody had to do go through the same thing. Um, but I think the Clippers are going to be. I think they really have something to prove to themselves this season. Chris Paul just is a, is a motherfucking dog. I mean, he, he is. He does. Let's let's let him get all the way through the playoffs, healthy. I don't know. I, I really could flip a coin on. And I, you could. I just wouldn't be surprised if the Suns beat the Clippers. Would I? I would be surprised. I ain't gonna front. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I would. Because the thing is, is that, well, you know what the difference in the Clippers is going to be this year? Rondo. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be the difference. And Rondo plays defense. And the what's intriguing about that matchup 
is is that Chris Paul and Rondo hate each other. Woo! They hate Woo. each other. Man. <laughs> it ain't no coming back like in that friendship. Like if you mm-hmm. if you having a party, you know not to invite. If you invite one, the other one can't come. Can't come. I mean, we can we can you know I can have these friends separately, but I know not to bring them together. Yeah. And that's the kind of people they they do not like each other. And so, yo, I would like to see it though. <laughs> but I would be surprised if the Clippers if the Clippers lost, I would be surprised. Because in the offseason, Paul George, just just going to start packing, dog. Just going to start packing. Might as well. Because you're gone. You're gone. You're not going to win. You're not going to win with him. If, if no, you don't you, win you, this year, you're not going to win they, Last year, they got rid of Doc. This year, if they don't go, they're getting rid of Paul George. But who would they bring to replace him? Shit, don't matter. Somebody, something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it does. I said it don't matter. It does matter, but they they're trading. I, I mean, do you go get Dame? Do you do you fucking go get Carl Anthony Towns? Like who? who Carl Anthony Towns definitely got to come up out of Minnesota. Um, but I mean, nah, they need somebody. They need somebody like a Dame. I don't think Dame. Some I said somebody like a Dame because I don't think Dame will leave Portland either. I'm with you on that, but something like that. I don't know who would who who's the next person to be traded. I mean, would would they flip him for Bradley Bill? Hey man, hey Bradley Bill want to play with Tatum? Watch him out. <laughs> um, I mean, but even in the East, I mean Bradley Bill go play with Tatum. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I know we talked about this before. Yeah, like I just don't see off it the mic. enough to be Brooklyn. Sure it is. I mean, because Brooklyn is fragile. I'm talking about health-wise. All you got to do, hey, one wrong ankle. Tell me this. When the last time Kevin Durant played 12 keep, consecutive saying, games? You keep saying that, but... It, it but it's true! Day. But it's, it's true. true. But at the end of the day, like, dude, like you, if if you if you banking on somebody getting hurt, then that that's not a good strategy. Because I mean, that's that's now, not the only thing you're banking on. I'm just saying that Brooklyn is fragile. I mean, they have they a, are, a guy that that is they that, fragile mentally and um. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. They got a guy that you know has tic tac injuries. Within Kevin Durant, and you got a guy that'll take a sabbatical in a minute and be like, "All right, I'm gone for about, you know, four or five games or whatever the case may be, and I'll be back when I'm back, and don't question me about it, huh?" Yeah, Brook- <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn has FMLA. That's what, right. That's what, <laughs> and that's all FMLA. I mean. That's right. all I mean. So I think they can be beat. And how long, you know, how long is that going, you know, be able to be sustainable? I don't know. I, I give them a two-year window. If they don't, that's what I mean. If they don't do shit in two years, that that's gonna be blown the fuck up. Because James Harden will be a free agent, yeah, in, in two years. So this play, it's a lot riding on these playoffs. A lot. I mean, it's it's some teams that if they don't make it, that are gonna get blown up. Not necessarily blown up. It's gonna be some major moves. I think the Celtics is one of them. It's gonna be some moves made. Brooklyn, well, not this year for Brooklyn. Clippers, it's going to be some moves made that's going to be like, oh, my. I'm going to tell you this. A dark horse in free agency and with these trades, it's going to be the Knicks. Like, it, they it, might. They've been playing. They're going to get somebody. Surprised. Don't be surprised. If, if, if the Clippers don't make it, don't be surprised if your boy Paul George ends up on the, on the Knicks, the Knicks trade for him. Don't be surprised. I wouldn't be. You know, they can get some I mean, first they... round picks and flip them for another. They can get a third team in there and somebody could, you know, or, well, well, if I was about to say or, like, and I just thought about it, that won't happen because Paul George ain't going to Philly. He ain't, Doc ain't, Doc ain't fucking with Oh, Paul no, George. no. No, sir. No, sir. Man, so, that ain't going to happen. It, it, it's, it's a lot riding on it. Like, it, it's just some teams that, shit. You got Utah, who's playing out of their minds, who I think they're better than advertising what people give them credit for, but shit, 
they are in the luxury tax. They're not a big market. I mean, they went and got, you know, Mike Conley, who mm-hmm. they, they've been wanting like this is the last piece of what can, you know, take us over the hump. I mean, do they blow it up? They won't blow it up. No, nah, I don't think that. They're but, running back. But do... I, okay. Like, and with Paul George, like, not Paul George, but with, um, I'm looking at the Suns, like, shit, Chris Paul has, like, a 40, was it, $48 million option? Like, shit. And he ain't going nowhere. He ain't giving that up. Who who would you go get? Like, you can't go get nobody. Like, they're going to have the same team next year. The money don't work. Uh, so, a lot of teams that are going to have questions, they don't have the money answers. They don't have the, the answers to, to solve. Like, they, they can't solve their, their problems. No, because it's you're you at at that at that level, like your Chris Paul, um, who else? Westbrook, um, John Wall. I mean, all of those are like forty million dollars a year plus guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who's gonna trade one of them for the other? Like, you know. All right. Chris Paul ain't going to uh Washington <laughs> and Westbrook is not going to the sun. That's that's not a trade that's not gonna take place. It's crazy, Russell Westbrook. I hadn't even realized. Like, I'm like, damn, this dude has averaged a triple double the last like three out of the last four years, and he broke the record tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why the fuck does nobody want this dude? But then again, too, it's kind of like, I mean, look at all the fucking attempts that he's taking, like, and all that shit. Like, it's draining. You know? Yeah, because he can lead. He can. Win the game, lose the game, win the game, lose the game, and win the game again in the last four minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. He'll do something incredible, then he'll do something incredibly stupid, and then he'll redeem himself, and then he'll do something stupid again. <laughs> that's, that's Westbrook. <laughs> I mean, and then he's also getting up there in age, so. Uh huh. He's another one that you wonder, like, at what point is he going to. You know, be like, I want a ring. I don't know if he's one of those kind of guys. I mean, I don't, we never know. I would never know. But I'm just saying, I don't, outside looking in, I don't see Westbrook as one of those type guys to be like, I'm going to go join up with that team so I can get a ring. You know, I don't see him as wanting to go join up with like uh, Brooklyn or Lakers with LeBron. I, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, he, I, I would see him join the Lakers before because of the hometown thing before he joins Brooklyn. You won't. You won't see Kevin maybe the Durant. Clippers. You won't see Kevin Durant and Westbrook on the same team again. Ever? Ever. No, 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 no. Not even an Olympic team. No. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah. He playing? Oh, I'm cool. Yeah, like no, like that. That's not gonna happen. So, yeah, man. Ugh, it, it, it's intriguing. I'm I'm more excited about the offseason because. Yeah, me too. I want to <laughs> see where the fuck Steph Curry going. Oh, Man, Steph Curry ain't going nowhere. I, I don't know. He built that the Chase Center. <laughs> he did. He did. But I, I don't know, man. Like they they got even if they got that one run, you like they got one more run. I don't see them beating really any of the. I don't see them being the Clippers, the Lakers, or shit, even the Jazz. Like they just okay, maybe maybe not, but they still can be interesting and fun to watch. Interesting in front to watch shit out the window. Like I'm, I'm not I mean, building the team to be interested in front to watch. I'm building the team to win. I mean, but you, as an owner, I mean, you you're building. You want you want the team to win. Ultimately, you want them to win the chip. But if you can't get the chip in the next year, two years, you can still at least be fun, interesting, and put people in the seats and be because because Golden State, they're freaking thirty five and thirty three, but they. They only got one dude on the team, and they give it to him all the time, and Steph Curry. And people still tune in to watch this dude shoot these three pointers, and just you know, I mean, he's I can't cheat, see. He's a cheat code. That's what that's what I mean. So they, I don't know what they could get on the return for that. It's the money don't match up for nobody. Like don't nobody that's what I mean. He's gonna be in Golden State till he's out you know till he's over the hill and then he gonna go play for charlotte for two years because he's from charlotte and then he gonna it'll be a wrap 
You go play with um, what's your boy name? Um, Lamelo. Yeah, he gonna go play with him. His dad is gonna announce the game for a year, and then he gonna retire. <laughs> Perfect way to ride up into something like that. Yes, sir. Wouldn't it be crazy if Steph something went to Charlotte and they won? Bruh. Michael I know Jordan that, that <laughs> I know there's a better chance. It's a better chance of me becoming uh, a VP at Nike <laughs> in the next ten years than um than Steph Curry going to Charlotte and then winning it all. I, I, that that would be phenomenal. Yeah, that you you definitely have a better he shot. Would be, at he would be in my goal conversations if, if he did this shit, man. Might go out and get Steph Curry. Oh my God! To me, anybody who goes and wins a championship is one place that if somebody wins a championship, you're you're going to be in the goat conversation, even if that's just your one. If the next person to win a ring with who takes the Knicks to the championship and wins it, will forever be the goat in the biggest media market in the world. They're gonna always spin it because that one ring is gonna be like. Man, you're gonna be able to shut Stephen A. Smith up. That one ring is gonna be like five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, this has been a a long talk. It's almost like our Seinfeld episode. Like it's a a whole episode. Nothing. We can have the land just (laughs) got it. Yeah. Yeah. Get back into the groove of things. Yeah. Yeah. So. We will go ahead and end it there. We've got a couple more things we'll talk about on the next episode. So, with that being said, Chris, hope that you have a good evening. Anything you want to say to the people? No, man. Uh, we back, and we'll be stronger than ever. That's it, man. All right. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. You all stay blessed. Peace.